Nestled in between Columbus and Dayton, Ohio, lies the charming town of Yellow Springs. A favorite of many members of the hashtag community, Yellow Springs not only has coffee, kindness, tacos, yoga, independent bookstores, and boat show IPAs. Well, friends, it's also the home of John Bryan State Park, Clifton Gorge Nature Preserve, and Glen Helen Nature Preserve. Mike R. here. Join us on the inside for episode 18 of the Switchbacks and Sandwiches, season four of the Hashtag 59 podcast. We explore, dissect, and share our stories on hiking trails and the sandwiches we eat before, during, or after the hike. And in this episode, we head to Yellow Springs. from Costa Rica, back from Ecuador, and back in the United States. Mike R. here. I'm Jill G. Hashtag 59 Podcast. We are an outdoor adventure community, and today's podcast episode takes us John Bryan State Park in Yellow Springs, my favorite hiking spot. You go there a lot when we're in this area. In fact, uh, Matt and I won, won a little camper van trip for you and I. <laughs> Based on those world-famous double veggie burgers he and I always had. I don't know if it was based off of your you veggie think so. burgers. Oh, boy. But, yeah. Yeah, Matt, Matt and I – actually, it was funny when we were hiking there. I kept talking about all the things that I felt like you and I always do there. Yeah, it's not with me. I think it's – It's with Matt. It's Matt, Dory, and I yeah. out there. But either way, you like Yellow Springs. Oh, yeah. It's a really cool place. Honestly, I just haven't spent as much time there as I'd like to. Which is silly because it's so close to Columbus. Yeah, and this is, uh, while it took us 18 episodes to get to Yellow Springs, we haven't lived here near Yellow Springs during this season. So it would make sense. So 18 episodes to get to Yellow Springs and 101 episodes, but we have a Patreon page. And people can become members and subscribe. It's under the name hashtag 59. And I'm sure we're going to be doing some edits and changes to it as we go, but uh, it's launched and it's official. It's fun to put something out there. You know, I think a lot of people get um, paid for their art, their work, and Patreon is a really good way for independent um, artists, podcasters, yes, content creators to build community. I agree. And one other note I think we need to make before we really get into the sandwich of the podcast is this is our last episode before of the season before our award show the dundies of the switchbacks and sandwiches if it's, you will it's not an award show isn't it just our favorites yeah we're just picking our individual favorites from the episode right that yes. otherwise awards make me feel like there's oh, a lot like, of pressure yes no we're yeah. going to do our top each of us are going to do our top three sandwiches and hikes do you have yours already yes already can't talk about it yet. Okay. okay. Yeah. But so this is the final episode of the Switchbacks and Sandwiches season. We'll have another season soon. The theme is likely similar, but with a little bit of a twist. Today, let's talk about John Bryan State Park. We went hiking there this week, North Rim Trail, and it was after Christmas. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, just winter hiking, I guess you would say. 
what uh, there's something that kind of jumped out that's new on this trail though in this state park yeah it actually intersects with the north rim trail but it's called the storybook trail and we noticed it as we were walking that there was panels that were kind of like child height they are designed that way i found out after the fact that tell a story as you kind of walk through the trail and it's just like a storybook and I didn't realize how new it was until I Googled it when we came back. And it's just from this past year, the summer of, well, maybe 2020, actually. I don't, re- 2020. I don't remember it from when, during the first wave of the pandemic, Matt and I were meeting there and going hiking a lot on this trail, and it was not there then. And that was well, March it, and April 2020. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, it looks like it's from June of 2020 is when it was started, and it's the Ohio Department of Natural Resources is the one that put it together. There's also a little library right at the start and a big arch that has the storybook trail. It's really cool. And honestly, um, the the stories are written for younger children. Yes. But really, people of all ages would think it's really fun. It'd be a, it's a, I, think, I would imagine it to be a super uh, – Keeping your child's attention and excitement on a hiking trail would, yeah, keep would be them, great for that. keep them moving forward. The last thing that I just had noticed when I Googled it was that it's one of five in the state. They're in different state parks around the state. It's the fifth one. Nice job. Yeah. Nice job with your homework there. Thank you. I did that. We did the North Rim Trail. For those of you who have not been to this state park, what's cool about John Bryan State Park, I think, is John Bryan State Park... If you take the North Rim Trail, it goes all the way into Clifton Gorge Nature Preserve, which has some, I almost just said volcanoes. I think Ecuador <laughs> and Costa Rica are still on my mind. It has some waterfalls with <clears throat> different slick rock hiking, some rock climbing areas. And if you go the other way on the North Rim Trail, you're going to run into the Glen Helen Nature Preserve. So it's two nature preserves with John Bryan State Park smacked dab in the middle, and they're all connect, and they're just right outside of the town of Yellow Springs, Ohio, which gives you a plethora of different hiking options and routes. I don't think I've ever done the same trail route the same way when I've gone here before. I think it's really easy to navigate. I have not been there as often, so I'm not as familiar with the area, but all of them kind of interconnect, and it's pretty – once you've been there once or twice, it's easy to navigate, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think so. We did the North Rim, as we said, all, all passed a little bit into Clifton Gorge, and I think that's – it was four and a half miles round trip, pretty flat, just a few little up and downs. Uh, what's neat about it, though, is we did the rim there and back because it was super muddy given the time of the year, mm-hmm. but you can go down – to take the rim trail one way and then the gorge trail back the other way and hike along the little Miami river as well. Yeah. It was flowing. The river was high. It felt like, I don't know. I haven't really been there a lot, but it seemed like it was yeah. high. It was. Oh, was it not? No, I, no, I think it was. Yeah. I just really get it. Just ad living. I don't know. Yeah. Getting into the height of the river. Yeah. Okay. I like it. It's good. Uh, nice. I mean, I've hiked there in all four seasons, though. Of course, if you're a peeper, it's great to go in the fall. Mm-hmm. Spring, wildflowers are coming out. Summer, it's super 
packed, I would say, but it can also be nice. But I think I like going in the winter. It's really super isolated there. There's just not a lot of people out on the trail and it's very peaceful. That's what I was going to say. I think that's probably my favorite time. I think there's, I mean, I think it's a trail, like you mentioned, you can go year round, but I think I like, of course, like hiking in cooler weather. It was a bit muddy, but you can go slower and there was just not any people, which this time of year is nice to get out and be able to socially distance and have your own space. And I like this time of year to hike. And in fact, I think you said it was about mid-40s that day. Mm-hmm. And you said that's about your ideal hiking weather. I would say so. The only reason I would say that it's a little more challenging is because of all the leaves being down and it being so muddy, it can get pretty slick. I was actually thinking when we were hiking on it, I would really recommend if you have hiking shoes. Like most of these kind of state parks and hikes, of course, a lot of people do them in tennis shoes. But this time of year, you would have gotten super muddy. You definitely would have been in tennies. Like, I was happy I had the right Yeah, even though there's not a lot of elevation, if you (laughs) just stick to the North Rim and don't go up and down into the Clifton Gorge and the Gorge Trail and John Bryan, your feet would just be a hot mess. I do know some people, though, and this time of year wouldn't be as good, that trail run it, like in the spring or summer, because it isn't a lot of elevation, but you do have kind of the variation in terrain. I don't know what I was getting at. But, you know, yes. I have seen a lot of people go there to trail run if it's not too busy. Great. In fact, there was one there that day. And he he about <laughs> gave you a little... He did. He came up behind. I don't know. It had been so quiet. There just hadn't been anybody out there. Friends, this guy, this guy was probably 25 feet behind us. And he said, on your left. Not even very loudly. And... I collapsed pretty much into the fetal position, trying to protect myself from... <laughs> oh, my gosh! Oh, my gosh! <laughs> it did startle me. And off he went. Uh, I think the the hidden gem, while we did do the North Rim Trail, and it's been open and closed during the pandemic because of its uh, association mainly being run by students and staff and funded by Antioch University, is Glen Helen. That is... Just super overlooked, I think, compared to John Bryan State Park and the Clifton Gorge. A lot of people love taking their kids or getting their shots by the iconic waterfalls that are going in Clifton Gorge. And John Bryan is where the campground is and where the disc golf and the rock climbing wall and all the other mountain biking play areas are. But I think Glen Helen is the place that you can kind of get a little lost in and just really feel like you've gone off in a different world, even though you're an hour from Columbus, an hour from Cincinnati, and 20 minutes from Dane, Ohio. So I don't know if I've been to that nature preserve. I don't remember being there, but I'm glad that you picked it because I actually don't think it's a hidden gem, and I was having trouble finding a hidden gem. Because everything I Googled said that's like the number one attraction there is the Glen Helen. Glen Helen. And what I, I had come – oh, go ahead. I was just going to say as far as hikers go though, I don't think it – it just doesn't seem like it gets as much use. The thing that I was going to say um, as an attraction is the um, historic Clifton Mill that you can hike to yes. specifically this time of year in the winter. We're recording this in the winter. They have kind of a legendary Christmas light display. I was actually just trying to Google to see if they're still doing it. I assume so. 
yeah, I see an article from 2021 um, that they they have it all lit up, and it's really unique. And you can hike to that and hike back, too. And the mill's cool, and the omelets are epic. Never had one, but her, I've heard about it. The one time I did hike there, they were closed. Remember? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, I think I not open. An, I was promised an omelet, and they had just not closed. open on Mondays, or they close early on Sundays, whenever it was. Yeah. I think it was Sunday, and they closed a little early. That was a while back, but I do remember that. What a segue! We didn't even do this on purpose. Oh, the sandwich! I am going to turn it over to you, Jill. Friends, I think. We've outdone ourselves, and this is going to be a great way to finish off the sandwich season with what we created. We did. So I've said this in a couple of episodes. I feel disappointed at our output of sandwiches for the season. I really thought we were going to zero in on that. Well, I was really going to zero in on that. Uh, And we didn't have a lot of good combos, and we realized we don't do a lot of sandwich eating on hikes. So we made a really specific effort for our last one. And we made homemade veggie meatball subs that we ate in the parking lot after our hike in Yellow Springs. Fresh mozzarella. We didn't make that, but it was We did not, yes. Yes. But Caprizi-style mozzarella. Mm -hmm. Talk about, I mean, the actual sandwich, though. I think you didn't even mention it. Oh, Friends, well, it was on a, we yeah. baked our own bread. We did bake for the, bread. We baked the bread for these sandwiches. Yes, and we've had a couple failed bread baking attempts, and so this and this. Hello, was, Tyler. <laughs> this was successful. It was good bread. It really was. Um, so we made bread, and then we found some kind of veggie nugget from Trader Joe's, one of our favorite places, um, that we put some marinara, some pizza sauce on with the mozzarella, banana peppers. I think that was it. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't. So because we packed it, I packed it in all separate parts in the cooler and we took it. So they, it was like a cold meatball sandwich, which I think grilled would have been, been better. We should it was have great. Grill, but it was really good. It was really good. Right in the same parking lot, I've had many good veggie, double veggie burger sandwiches. And this one with the own baked bread, I think... Really is running right up there. I was going to say, there's yeah. no way you're going to say it was your favorite in case Matt might listen. Because mm. Matt makes a legendary double veggie burger. Matt's not listening to our podcast. <laughs> Let's be, he's not, he doesn't even know what a podcast is, I oh, don't think. No, I'm telling Oh, you're going to tell him. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, really good way to finish the season, I think. Yeah, it was fun. In terms of the sandwiches. Anything else you want to say about that sandwich process before we jump into other parts? Other parts? Yeah. Sure, no. Yeah, I'm done. I was going to share a couple other nice hikes in the area. Oh, sure. I was just going to say, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. A couple other, if you go to John Bryan and you want more miles or you're staying for a couple days, camping or staying in Yellow Springs, other nice trails in the area, also in John Bryan State Park, is the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati Stagecoach Trail, which wins... A nice award for being the most inaccurate and funny to name hiking trail, I think, in the area. Because the trail is actually only two miles long, so it obviously does not run from Pittsburgh to Cincinnati. When I looked that up, too, I thought it was like, it must be along the river, because that was the picture I saw. Yes. And there is, there was a stagecoach trail in Pittsburgh, from Pittsburgh to Cincinnati of some sort, but that one is a very nice along the river trail. The Gorge and the Rim Trails in Clifton Gorge, while not pet-friendly, have stunning waterfalls. Mm -hmm. 
And probably my favorite kind of talks about it, that multi-trail loop in Glen Helen that can get you a little lost. In fact, Matt and I and Dory did get lost there one time. Yeah. And we talked to a park person who said you were we were basically getting on private land at that point and we needed oh, to turn I around. You guys did that. Yeah. Yeah. Also worth noting, I think, is the fact that the Buckeye Trail, which is the National Scenic Trail in Ohio that covers 1,444 miles around the state of Ohio in a circle, runs through here. In fact, we, uh, when we stopped and had a boat show IPA at Yellow Springs Brewery afterwards, it's literally on the Buckeye Trail, uh-huh. the brewery, and you can hike that trail all the way around the state of Ohio. I mean, that's a ton of miles, uh-huh. over 1,400. Yeah. But... Uh, it's a nice – I've actually read about it. The first person actually just through hiked it uh, maybe five or ten years ago, even though it's been around for 30 or 40 years because so much of it is off-road mm-hmm. or on-road, I guess. Yeah. Jill, anything else about these sandwiches? <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about the sandwiches. What I was going to say, though, was I felt like it was a good reminder that not every hike you have to do or exploration has to be these really – you know, big or long hikes. I think that we just went on kind of a shorter, flat, easy hike in weather that was kind of drizzly and cool. And it was really nice to be out. Super nice. So I think, you know, getting out of your box and just exploring um, maybe at a time that you have it typically or somewhere that's maybe close but doesn't seem too exciting can end up being uh, really fun. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Did you write that before you did it? Wow. Really good. I don't even feel like I should like have any other sign off, but, but I'm going to. Uh, thanks. Uh, Really. I just want to thank everyone for listening to the episode. We will be back next week with our best of episode to wrap up the switchbacks and sandwiches season. And if this is your first time listening, thank you. And give us a subscribe. Click on your favorite podcast app to get every future episode. Check out our Patreon page. And, of course, head to hashtag 59.com for more podcast episodes, outdoor adventure articles, our trash cleanup event schedule, and learn more about our unordinary adventure outings. Signing off, wishing you happy trails in John Bryan State Park with a veggie meatball sandwich that you baked the bread at home. Peace, love, and dirt, y'all.